Welcome to the Reset Podcast with Kirk Elliott, PhD, where every week we integrate politics, economics, and legislation that will impact your investment portfolios and lives. In doing this, we can reset our expectations so we can invest with wisdom, discernment, and confidence. Sit back, listen, and learn as we go on the journey of navigating through the economic jungle together. Today on the Flyover Conservative Podcast, we have somebody that has not one but two PhDs, and he's two. so amazing. He's so amazing that he actually gets his own sizzle reel yes. on the on the intro. I know. And, and, and today, here's what you need to prepare yourself for: for eliminating fear and having an, an open mind to how to navigate these times in a fear free way. That's right. Because every time can be a good time, but you gotta you know have good advice. So that's why we have Dr. Kirk Elliott. Dr. Doctor, yay! Welcome. Yeah, back with you. And um, since you made fun of me for my mic. Oh, oh shoot. I got one to match yours. <laughs> had to do it. I, I was going to mention in the intro, I'm like, dude, your microphone sounds incredible. That's like, literally, awesome. I was, was going to step in and be like, dude, it sounds, sounds good. a lot better. Did you just, did, just take one of your gold coins and just trade it in? Be like, yeah, I need a mic or what? No, I used the credit card that I. Was <laughs> <in my> credit. <laughs> I'm not getting rid of my gold. Are you kidding? No way, I don't kid. I don't. I don't blame you. Trading that in. Well, it's good to have you back. You know, we always throw in the two doctors at the front because you have two PhDs. You know, and, and you're you need per- credit for it. You, you need credit for it. But we are in an interesting time right now. And and the thing that I love, we're almost daily. We're getting messages, texts from all our different different lanes from people about interaction with your office. And it's like, it just feels good to have peace. Like mm-hmm. people go to bed and like exhale. And I, I get a version of that from every person. They're like, you know, I, I, I talked to Dr. Kirk and like, I feel so much better yeah. about what's going on. And, you know, there are tumultuous times going on and we do got, you know, some, some crazy leadership in the world, but there's no reason to be in fear when it comes to your finances. That's right. We, We've got crazy leaders in the world. I wouldn't even call it leadership. No <laughs> so kidding. Like, it's true. I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know what to call it. They're an authority, but they're not really leading. And, mm-hmm. and this is this is this is the problem. And so so what but what they're doing is is ridiculous. So I was looking at some numbers this weekend. And, and again, we are going to bring hope in this, but you can't kill the messenger because I'm talking about the economy. It's not really good right now, but yep. there are amazing things that we can do to protect and preserve. I mean, right. there, there just is. And that's where there's, that's where there's peace in the midst of this storm, right? You know, as, as I, as, as we all read through the gospels, right? It's like, there were storms, right? There, yep. there's storms that came up and sometimes the disciples were scared and sometimes, but, but when you read through it, there's one of two things that always happened. Either Jesus calmed the storm or he was the peace in the midst of it, right? Yes. Either way, the end result is peace. This one might be a storm that we kind of have to go through, but if, if you keep your eyes focused on, on Christ, right, and, and operate with wisdom and discernment, there will be peace at the end of this storm. And there's going to be peace in the midst mm-hmm. of this storm, too. That's what I want to— It's uh, a good word. Yeah. It is good. So, and then we create a, a personal landing page for you because, you know, people mess up as a Kirk or as a Kurt or how's this go and all this stuff. One so T, two T's two and T, Elliot, so, yeah. So we did flyovergold.com, 
just go to directly to flavorgold.com. It takes you to an incredible landing page that actually is an educational resource that you can you can download things, you can research, you can dig in, but that's where you would go to set up a consultation with 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 Dr. A Kirk. A wealth right conservation consultation. One more time. A wealth conservation consultation. That's just awesome. <laughs> I love it. I, I love that. Thanks for doing that because sometimes it does get confusing, Kurt. Kirk. Yeah. Keith. I actually had somebody that called and said, I'm your biggest fan. I've been watching you for years, Kyle. It's like, <laughs> big fan. I love that. Yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, so go to flyovergold.com and, and, uh, yeah. and, and get in the loop and you can, you can research that. If you're listening on Podbean or, or one of the podcast platforms, you just go to flyovergold.com and it takes you then to, to uh, Dr. Kirk Elliott's its site. And then, then you can set up a time to, to talk to somebody far smarter than probably anyone else you're talking to about your money. So what's going on in the financial yeah. world? Okay. A couple things I want to address um, quickly. So, so we, we talked all oh, the last few weeks and, and a month or so ago, it's like, how the third quarter numbers were really a, a bloodbath, right? They mm-hmm. were worse than expected. And and we had talked about how the fourth quarter I predicted was going to be even worse because people weren't working, the inflationary pressures, the supply chain disruptions. Mm-hmm. Well, Black Friday, Cyber Monday were, were awful. I mean, they're just really, really not good. For the first time in the history of the country of tracking Cyber Monday sales, they were down. From the year before. Wow. wow. So put that into perspective. People aren't really going out shopping. People are staying home. There's mask mandates, right? So you'd think Cyber Monday would be mm-hmm. amazing as everybody's mm-hmm. shopping online. It was down, which actually tells you how, how bad things are kind of getting. Um, there's 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 a banking industry stat that that I look at as well. And it's and it's the amount of available credit that people have, right? Well, it slowed down dramatically. So the expansion of credit on personal credit cards and things like that came down dramatically, which means people are reaching their credit limits. Okay. Mm -hmm. So why is that? Well, a lot of people aren't working because of COVID and restrictions and things like that. Plus you've got gas prices this year that have gone up 50%, 50%. 50%. You've got food prices that are going up. Um, you, You couple that with, with the inflationary pressures, like nothing that we've ever seen, and and we did address this, but I'm gonna, I'm just going to say it real briefly. Uh, Thirty days ago, core CPI was four and a half percent. Now it's six, a little over six percent, and it keeps increasing. That put it into perspective is a one and a half percent change. You know, from a something that started at four and a half percent, that's a thirty three percent increase in inflation in thirty days. Wow. That's Venezuela style. No wonder people are starting to put the word hyper in front of inflation. Yeah. I mean, it, it went up 30, inflation went up 33% in 30 days. I mean, and, is that even, have you ever seen that before or heard of that? Well, yeah. in, in Weimar Republic, Germany and Venezuela and Argentina, right? I mean, but, but this is America. It's never happened before. Well, America. so much, even the spin's gotten away from me here. Like Jen Psaki, she'll even say, Hey, you know what? Just things are going to be more expensive. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know, some version yeah. of that. It's like, because just every day they're, they're hammering her at the press briefings on, on the prices. And she's like, you know, some things are just going to be more expensive. You know? She has no do? answer. There's no answer. Mm-mm. Well, so, so Fed Chairman Powell kind of has an answer um, that just about two days ago, or it was on Friday, actually, 
they basically said, hey, we're going to raise rates now for the first time in a long, long time, six times in 2022. They've already got it slated. They're going to raise rates. So, so we've had declining interest rates staying static because you can't really raise rates in this economy when we're shackled with so much debt because right. it'll kill the economy. But now the inflationary pressures have actually trumped all of that other stuff that's going on because people can't afford to live. So they're finally saying, look, we, we don't want to do this, we kind of, but we kind of have to. We have to slow down this 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 unrelenting inflation or people aren't going to be able to afford to live. Right. And so so already slated for 2022, six mm-hmm. rate increases. That's like one every two months. Right. And so so we haven't been used to that. Right. We, we've had declining rates since 1983. So what will that affect? Like will affect mortgages, car loans? Mm-hmm. It'll affect mm-hmm. how, It'll how, affect how does that impact the listeners right now? Anything with variable credit, like car loans, home equity lines, your, your credit cards, right? It, it's all that cost of borrowing is going to go up. See, the reason that they do that is because when the cost of borrowing goes up, people are going to borrow less. And so they therefore spend less and that should slow down the economy a little bit. Here's, here's the problem with that. The economy isn't, <laughs> it, it's not like overheated, right? It's just everything's going up. So you can have higher prices because of an overheated economy. You can also have higher prices just because they're printing money like it's going out of style, right. which mm-hmm. is what's actually happening. Mm-hmm. So, so what the Fed is telling us, what Jerome Powell is telling us, that there's two options for us as, as Americans. Number one, we could have a deflationary depression and just a complete market meltdown, or we could go into stagflation, which is like what we saw in the late 70s, where fewer people were working, recession was huge, and prices were going through the roof. That's that's the stagflation. Stag means stagnation, right? Slowing down of the economy. Mm-hmm. And the inflation part is inflation. So slowing down the economy with higher prices worst possible scenario for, for most people, right? For most working families. Right. That's what they are choosing by saying, we're just going to slowly raise rates and keep this money printing machine going. So I don't, th- this is what I foresee. I don't foresee inflation really slowing down. They're going to try to put a bandaid on it with rising rates. And that's actually going to make matters worse for people because mm-hmm. they're not going to slow down the printing press. They can't. The stimulus right. money is the only thing keeping the economy afloat. So, <clears throat> excuse me, when you look into the future a little bit, we've also talked about Evergrande, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Not biggest, for a little while. What's happening with yeah, that? Yeah, what's going was like, on with yeah, Evergrande? It's kind of big news and now it sort of fell behind Jesse Smollett and, mm-hmm. you know, some of these other things in the Maxwell trial. So, mm-hmm. so what's going on with, with that's, the, that's the mortgage lending or the, the house building in China. It's, it's, the, the, yeah. it's the largest real estate holding company on the planet. Um, the Chinese real estate market is the largest real estate market on the planet, right? So, so they're defaulting. They, they actually defaulted. Last time we talked about them, it was the talk of default. Mm. And that caused the stock markets around the country to just get ravaged the very next Monday when that news came out mm-hmm. on a Friday. Well, now they did default. October 28th, they defaulted. They didn't make their, more, their interest payment. So, this is a problem. Now, let's look at some of these interest payments. And, and I'm predicting, I, I generally don't predict anything or, or predict dates, right? But this one is kind of cut and dried. I don't know. Does this work kind of like maybe somebody can't afford their home and they start missing payments? You yes. know, it's like they don't get evicted like the first day. Mm-hmm. There's like, there's a process. Is that, does it kind of take a minute it, like it's that? Just like that. So, so they've got these interest only type 
notes, these mortgages, right? It's like having an interest-only mortgage where at some point you, you do that when you can't really afford to pay down principal and interest at the same time, right? This is what a normal consumer would have, interest-only loan. This is what Evergrande has to the big banks, but ultimately that means they have a principal payment that's due, right? Okay. So, okay. so in December 28th of this year, their, their interest-only payment's $255 million. Well, they couldn't make the one in October. What makes us think they're going to make that one? Then January 22nd, it's $117.5 million. Then two days later, they have another note for $235 million that's due. Then it's a dinky $2.1 million in February of 2022. But here's where it gets ugly. March 23rd of 2022, it's no longer an interest payment. They have an entire loan that comes due. They have to pay off $2.1 billion uh, principal reduction. Wow. Then mm. April 11th, three weeks later, it's $1.5 billion. So in two months, they've got $3.6 billion in addition to the interest-only payments that they're not being able to make. So this is where I think mm-hmm. come May of 2022, there might be a, a massive market meltdown. Um, mm-hmm. we're, we're already building towards that anyways. But, but what will that affect? That'll affect the global bond market because this is the largest real estate holding company in the largest real estate market in the world. That Mm. Chinese real estate market is the basis behind the global bond market, which is also the basis behind the global derivatives market, which are just highly leveraged debt instruments. So what we could see is a derivatives meltdown, which are on average leveraged 20 to 1. I mean, it's not just like you're going to see now, a, a big decline. Mm-hmm. Take the big decline and multiply it times 20 <laughs> because Whoa. that's where we start to see leveraging in the derivatives market. And it's all a function of Evergrande. Could it be that they're that big? When you're the largest real estate holding company in the world and the largest real estate market in the world that backs the global bond market, that gla- backs the global derivatives market, it's an issue. Well, when so, in 2008, when our real estate market crashed, it was it, an issue. It, it had rippled the whole world. Right. It yeah. did. Mm-hmm. And China is now bigger than, than our real estate market. Right. So so this is where I think these kind of nasty events looking forward, it, it's like an inevitable date mm-hmm. because they're not going to be able to make those principal reductions. They can't even make the interest only payments, which are just a million well, or whatever. Right. Yeah. So what this is a warning sign to us that are prudent and wise and want to operate with discernment, right, is you can see the writing on the wall. It's not a matter of if it's a matter of when at this point. And we just need to be wise stewards of what we've been given. So I would say, oh, my word, if you've got bonds, if you've got stocks, if you have them in, in by May of next year, it, it might be really ugly. I mean, mm-hmm. These are dates that are real date, March 23rd, April 11th. Those principal reductions are due. It's not just some kind of a made up number of, oh, we're going to have a global financial reset and it's going to be on this date. It's like nobody ever knows that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But this one, it's it's a date. It's a contract that they have with the banks and they're due, right? So right. they're just smashing right through these mm-hmm. these these roadblocks. And, and so the, the key to that is having something that's tangible like gold and silver at this point, right? Is so that correct? What people feel yeah, like they have is their, their- here's, here's the policy mechanism, Stacey, that they are going to utilize is uh we gotta we gotta bail this stuff out. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to print money like there's no tomorrow. 
which is going to create even more inflation. That's always the policy mechanism is we got to have an emergency spending bill, right? That's what happened in 2009. That's what happened in 2000. Um, It's just going to happen. But they're already showing since COVID, since COVID, we've spent $6 trillion on who knows what, Mm -hmm. you know, paying people to stay home, things like that, right? We just have another trillion dollar spending bill, the infrastructure bill that is going to do what? Well, pay pay more people to stay home for a Mm -hmm. while, right? Because of the, of the silly mask mandates and they're not allowing, you know, mom and pop businesses to actually operate and function anymore. I mean, this is, this is a nasty economy and they're, they're, they're getting through it. They're tricking people. It's like a, it's a shell game, right? It's like, yeah, people think that the economy is doing good because the stock market's at all time highs, but it's being held together with stimulus money. That's not real. Right. It's not real. Mm-hmm. So so people that are sitting there with, with retirement plans, 401ks, with, with stocks, bonds. Uh, my kids were telling about a show the other day. I don't know what. It was some sitcom where some, some guy like inherited like from his uncle that died like like $12 million worth of blockbuster stock. <laughs> yeah, not much good. <laughs> and, and it's like, oh, my gosh, you know, this would have been worth something, you know, at this point. But now it's worth nothing. You know, it's like, oh, hey, I got, you know. 12,000 shares of blockbuster stock, you know, or whatever like that. So it's like, it's like worth nothing, you know, now, but you can still touch it and hold it. Like I have this, that doesn't happen with gold and silver. No, because it's a thing. It doesn't, it doesn't go to nothing. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, have you ever seen real estate go to nothing? Have you ever seen coal or steel go to nothing? Things that are things never go to nothing. Right Now companies can go bankrupt. They can go to nothing. Right. Cryptocurrency can go to nothing because they, they cease to exist. I but mean, it does all the time. We, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we just saw Bitcoin last Friday. I think it came down. Oh, it came down almost 20% in like 10 minutes. Wow. On, on Friday. And, and I don't even really know why. It's just some bad news cycle story. And, and it went from like 57,000 to 43,000 in like 10 minutes. It's like, okay, this is very volatile. Things Mm -hmm. like that that have no tangible backing can actually go away because the only reason that they have value is because people think that they have value, right? But if something has an inherent value, which is the Warren Buffett way, right? He was Mm -hmm. one of the greatest investors of all time and still considered that. But when he buys things, he buys railroads, he buys newspaper companies, he buys insurance companies, he buys things that are things, right, mm-hmm. that have mm-hmm. plant, people, equipment, they have a tangible value, and he buys them at a discount. Well, gobbling up gold and silver right now, when fundamentally the, the reasons that cause it to go up are unsustainable debt, inflationary mm-hmm. pressures, and political chaos, I don't see any of that changing anytime real soon, but over the last 10 days... Silver's come down about eight or nine percent. It's like, why? Well, because the 70 days prior to that, it was up like 22 percent. Right. So you've got big hedge funds, big institutional buyers that are saying that are short term thinkers, right? They're not long term thinkers like we are. They're short term because they have to appease their stockholders. It's like we got to lock in profits here. So look, silver's up 22 percent. Let's let's sell it and lock in our profits. That puts selling pressure on the markets. The price came down temporary because the fundamentals didn't change. Right. Mm -hmm. So I want to encourage every viewer who are calling me saying, Kirk, silver's going down. Now what? It's like, buy it. Praise Jesus. Because (laughs) it's at a discount right now. And the fundamentals never changed. 
if the fundamentals would have changed, then we'd have cause for concern, right? What are the fundamentals? If we have global peace, if if debt goes away, not going to happen. If inflation goes away, if any of those happens, then yeah, we should probably have concern that gold and silver moves are over. None of that's actually real. Mm -hmm. Things, all of those are still intact, right? So in any market, you have two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back. This is one of those one step backs. And you know what? It's going to happen again. And it's going to happen again, just like it's happened in the Mm -hmm. past numerous times. And I want to encourage people that this is healthy for the market. This is a great buying opportunity because the fundamentals haven't changed. And you just got when when people go shopping, they don't go shopping when when things are like sky high. They always like right. to go shopping when things are on sale. Discounted. Same thing with gold and silver, right? Same thing when investing. People always say, oh, "I'm going to buy on the pullback." It's like, okay, that's great. Same thing is going to Walmart when something's on sale, right? When things didn't change in the market, and we have a we have a temporary price reduction, gobble up as much as you can. Because it's only going to benefit. Well, because we're talking the good. same thing on the money. If you have if you have ten thousand dollars that you're wanting to do something with, it's like well, it, it's it, it's worth less than it was six months ago. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, the faster you can get mm-hmm. out of that ten thousand dollars and turn it into stakes, or turn it into two by fours, or plywood, or gold, or silver, or just something other than U.S. dollars right now. I mean, that's the move. That's, yeah. I mean. Definitely. That's, that's the move. If you want to survive inflation, that's the move. And inflation isn't going away. So therefore, we better survive it, right? Um, but that's how you do it. it it's really an, an easy concept and easy theory is you buy tangible assets that are liquid and you will actually thrive during this economy. That's what I want to leave people with is don't settle for survive. Don't Don't operate out of a state of fear. Right. Because mm-hmm. when you do, you're going to make a wrong decision, sadly. Um, mm-hmm. And and look, I, I've, I've operated out of fear before. It's not a fun place to be. Um, but when it comes to finances, I don't anymore. I just look at the logic. I, I look at things like that. But, but when you're dealing with your own finances, it's real easy to operate out of greed or fear. That's just human nature. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that you're a bad person for doing that. That is human nature. But this is why you need a team of people of like mind, of people of similar faith, right? To mm-hmm. to actually go through this with you and help counteract those feelings of greed or fear that just grip us into an action most of the time. And we'll help walk you through it, navigate through this economy, hold your hand, let you know when it's time to buy, sell, reallocate, because there will be a time for all of that to lock in our profits and go into the next thing that's growing, right? I mean, nothing lasts forever. Our goal is to be a wise steward, identify those trends so we can take advantage of them, David and Stacey, so they don't take advantage of us. Yes. That's so good. So go to flyovergold.com, flyovergold.com. There's a place that you can fill out your information. Then you'll receive information from Dr. Kirk and his team. Thank you so much for your time, Dr. Kirk. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. Love being with you as always. All right. We'll see you again next week. Thank you for listening to Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. Every week, our goal is to increase your knowledge and help melt away any financial anxiety and stress that causes inaction. In any economy and with any presidential administration, there are things we can do to thrive and not just survive. 
Thanks for going on this journey with us. We look forward to our next time together on the next installment of Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. If you have any questions, call us at 720-605-3900 or simply email us at info at kirkelliottphd.com.